Good evening. It's good to see you guys. We've been, we've been celebrating this journey to the manger now for several weeks. We started off with Mary's part in this journey, how a teenager who was unwed and a virgin still was going to see this huge miracle that God had, had chosen her specifically to do. An impossibility where someone who is a female could have a male child. Physically impossible, but not for God. And then we saw on our journey to the manger, Joseph, a man who was trying to raise a family for the future with an impossible situation in front of him. He had to confront the fact that everything was going to be abnormal in his life. And God said it was good. You shall raise this child and you will call his name Jesus, which is Savior. Tonight we will be talking about the uh, shepherds in the field from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. If you have a Bible, feel free to look it up and follow along as we go. Verse 8 says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And to the angel, the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among all those whom he is pleased. We'll continue here in just a little bit. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what it meant to those shepherds who were there in the flocks at night. Why did God choose to send this message to those shepherds? There's several different stories out there, several different takes on this story as to what it comes from. One, some people say that, that God chose the lowliest, the nastiest of the people during that time period to bring his gospel to. But I don't think that's entirely all, 100% of it. Because there were shepherds in the fields watching over their flocks by night who were priests. Their job was to take care of all of the animals that were going to be sacrificed soon. So whether you were the lowliest of lows or whether you were a priest fulfilling your duty, still you were doing what you were supposed to be doing, which is watching the flocks at night. Jeremiah chapter 23 in the Old Testament, talks about us who are shepherds. We are the ones who hear the good news. We are the ones who have the good news in our hearts. And he says to us, woe to the shepherds who do not care for the flock. It is our job to share, just like God was sharing with those shepherds, the good news that they heard. But why? Why were they watching their flocks by night? Great question. Uh, I, uh, was, I, I was a shepherd when I was a kid. When we were kids, Gretchen, Brenda, and myself, mom and dad, my grandma, we raised sheep. I am telling you, we did not watch our flocks by night. And I'm not trying to make a joke. We had built a little barn for them. It's called a loafing shed, and it was a nasty place, you know, but the loafing shed is where we put them so we didn't have to watch our flock by night. So you have to ask yourself the question, why were they watching their flocks by night. Now, if you look from the side of the, of the lowliest of low shepherds who were considered outcasts by some in Jewish tradition, 
They were watching their flocks by night, so nothing got stolen, so nothing got robbed. Others would say that, oh, no, the priests were there to make sure that these unblemished lambs, these unblemished animals, were not blemished in any way, shape, or form. But in either way, the shepherds were doing their job at night. The, um, another question we might ask is that when the uh, angel of the Lord showed up uh, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, why were they filled with great fear? Well, that's pretty much a no-brainer. I mean, whether, you know, in our society today, when we see something that is abnormal, something out of the usual, it's definitely going to get our attention and it's going to make us afraid. Because at that moment, when all that great light shines into our lives, we realize how dark our sin really is. And this is why Jesus came, because we needed a Savior. It's awesome. You know, and, and, and the next question that I had was, why? The, why the city of David? Why Bethlehem? Bethlehem was only a, a few miles away from, uh, from Jerusalem. Yeah, it's, it's a ways. I mean, it's like a little further than trying to get to, you know, or a little cl- closer than trying to get to Medford. But it's still, it's, it's a long ways away when you're walking back in those days. So it is very possible that those shepherds were watching their flocks at night. In, in, in Jewish tradition, in Jewish law, shepherds were supposed to keep their flocks out in the wilderness. But these are, are keeping their flocks over a field nearby. So it's interesting to see that that happens and and why that is. But why the city of David? And the answer is very simple. God had preordained that it was going to be in the city of David. Micah chapter 5 verse 2 predicts that the the Messiah, Christ the Lord, is going to be coming uh, from Bethlehem. That was also fulfilled during that time. And then suddenly there was an angel multitude with a heavenly host praising God, saying glory to God in the highest. Now this right here, this would be the part that would blow me away the most if I was out there watching this. Okay, the mighty host of God is more than just a huge multitude of, of angels with flapping wings and harps and those things that we contribute to peace. I'm seeing a mighty army out there with swords and spears. That's another way that you could... Look at host. And as we're studying the Old Testament, it had been over 400 years since the Israeli people had heard from God in this manner. So they were thinking, is this judgment day? But they had forgotten. No, God didn't come to judge. Jesus came to save. Now, as we continue on in our text, verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. No, duh. Absolutely no, duh. Hey, Vern, what do you think? Uh, I think I'm just going to sit here. I'm a little overwhelmed. No, you're going to get up and do exactly what you saw because you just saw a, a, a massive, huge host praising God. And that's like, I think I'm going to respond. And so verse 16. And so they went with haste. And found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. So these shepherds did exactly what God had told them to do. They actually were, in a way, fulfilling what Jeremiah 23 had called shepherds to do, 
which is to share the good news, to, to bring that to the people. Now, realizing, of course, that this was probably happening at night. Now, you as a neighbor, hearing shepherds hooting and hollering out in the streets, the Messiah has been born. Christ the Lord has been born. And it wasn't just then. He, they continued to share that message. And that's going to set the stage for John the Baptist 30-plus years later. They knew something had happened. And I think it's amazing how God has chosen people who were faithful at the right place at the right time to bring the gospel to the world. So why are the lowly shepherds included in Jesus's journey to the manger? Well, God doesn't care about titles. He doesn't care about kings or nobles or any such thing. He doesn't care about how much money you got. He cares about your faithfulness. See, God knew that if he sent angels to the shepherds, that they would listen and they would obey and they would preach the good news. That's all he's asking of you and me, is that we would do the same. Listen to the word of God, obey the word of God, and preach the good news to all who will hear. If God could use lowly shepherds, then certainly he can use you and me. Amen.